0: Welcome to Two Snowflakes and a Blue Box! Who are we, Charlie?
1: Two queer intersexual feminists who want to rant about Doctor Who. Whoop whoop!
0: <laughs> so this, is, this episode is... The Ghost Monument. It is indeed. Yeah, what did you think of this one?
1: Pretty insignificant. I... Uh... I think re-watching it, I've changed my mind a bit, because... Yeah. Watching it the first time, I completely forgot about it because, obviously as we'll come on to in when we discuss the later episodes, there are much more significant episodes to come in this mm. series yeah but um this one actually there are some key moments uh, most importantly we get to see the new tardis which as yeah. any who knows is one of the most amazing parts of when a doctor regenerates so does the tardis and i really like the new tardis I really yeah
0: like i it. i really like it too i the only thing I was a bit I'm still a bit iffy on is like the big like giant crystal in the middle. That's a bit weird, but what I do like but I think is that's
1: very similar to David Tennant's
0: Yeah. Uh I do like that it has a certain organic component mm. to it. Because it's always been like the TARDIS is not just a machine, it's it's you know, a living being. It's a living being. Yeah,
1: it has a mind. I think it,
0: it feels like that. Yeah. Is, it's just nice, which I think slightly uh, Matt Smith's TARDIS sort of lacked a bit of that. It felt much more like a, just a bit of technology. Yeah.
1: I also like that um, this TARDIS, I don't know if you caught it, it was a very split second moment, but um, the doctor flicked some levers and a custard cream appeared. And I thought that was really a really nice little touch for um, fans who will know that, like, the Doctor likes. Might... Are you
0: sure you weren't just hungry when you were watching
1: it? I mean, I'm always hungry for a Custod crew.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about the characters a bit. So, I mean, one thing I found quite jarring was the Doctor basically almost killed the... F- killed them all, and then we were just like, nah, just mistakes happen, like, I think, no, that's a little bit, that requires a bit more conversation, to be honest, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, so I dumped, you know, you three in the middle of space with no,
1: Accidentally. or, it's a trope in Doctor Who, that everything looks dismal, and like, it's gonna fail, mm. and then, um, the, the, the TARDIS appears and everybody's the day is saved and the doctor comes through on her promise and that is a very typical trope of the show and I like that for a moment you think everything's gone wrong um, but we know as dedicated fans of the show that of course it's not going to have gone wrong of course the TARDIS is going to appear I know but it's still nice to within
0: within like I I'm, I'm saying that like like within the show it felt like a weird reaction of just, like, oh, this person we just know almost has killed us for, like, the fourth time. Like, uh, <laughs> the fourth bantamate. time in 12 hours we've
1: known her, yeah. I mean...
0: I, th- I think the main sort of uh, thing that sort of... The main character development came from this episode was uh, between Graham and Ryan. Yeah. that That sort of it's sort of really developing nicely. I like it. It's, yeah, you kind of see that clearly
1: I, there's a lot of animosity
0: there. There's there's still, like, a lot going on with the whole sort of, uh, you know, Ryan's still calling him and sort of Grandad. But you can tell they do both care, to each, care for each other and they are sort of slowly moving, like, getting closer together, which I, yeah. I really like, like... I'm glad they didn't try and resolve this in one episode. Yeah,
1: it is something that is yeah. t- dragged out through the episodes, which is what happens when and families like, form like this. Yeah. And
0: similarly, uh, with, they're still both grief and grace, obviously. Mm. Um, and again, I think it's, I mean, as I covered in the first episode of this, I i really don't like what they did with grace <laughs> at all. But uh, But again, it's sort of, at least they're. It's sort of like shown as an ongoing process. They're mm-hmm. both very much. They're both sort of trying to deal with it. Uh, yeah,
1: it's not like oh she died. Oh, that but, was last like, episode. I had, right a, over again.
0: I had a cry and now I'm fine. Yeah, uh, grief is a slow one. Yeah, it's good for sort of showing that a bit. Um, Yaz, I still like Yaz's character, but like, like I said, obviously, as we said in the first episode, we've seen, you know, a lot more episodes than yeah. you know we've talked about we're trying to like not let the future episodes affect what we think of these episodes. Um Yaz is a character I like. I really but like her. We've not seen a lot of her yet. Yeah. The focus so far has been very much on Ryan and Graham and the new doctor, which yeah. is fair, there. like there's a lot of characters to develop a lot to set up, but I think we still but we there's still more to see from Grace.
1: Yeah from Yaz.
0: Yaz even. There's not more to see from Grace. <laughs>
1: because they killed her off too soon. <laughs> it's okay, Chris. It's okay. Um, no, I completely agree. I really like Yaz. Um, mm. I really like that in the next couple of episodes we do find out more about her. Um and obviously we will talk about that when the time comes. Yeah. Um at the moment we don't know much about her, but I do think um she's so far she's not done anything. In this episode, particularly significant, but she's still a valuable cast um, a character, rather. Mm. So, yeah, I really like her, and I can't wait to see where her character goes. Mm. I also can't wait to see how Graham and Ryan's... Um, their dynamic. Yeah, their yeah. dynamic develops and stuff. And also the dynamic between the four of them.
0: Uh, so I quite liked the one-off characters. There was
1: angstrom and epso and then ilan
0: yes i totally knew that i wasn't relying on charlie's notes
1: <laughs> charlie's imdb
0: notes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i quite like the dynamic between them uh yeah i i thought they were quite fun and like yeah. we, we saw like a little bit of angstrom's the grumpy guy right no
1: that's epso epso's epso grumpy, grumpy,
0: grumpy guy okay and uh Yeah, you saw a bit of character development with him, which I like.
1: Yeah, I I like that, um, Mm. this is what you were saying before we started recording, that he was grumpy from the beginning and he's grumpy in the end, but he stopped being as grumpy by the end. Yeah. So he hasn't had a complete character shift, but he's developed and realised that sometimes you Mm. don't need to always be miserable, and I like that. Um, I like that um, Yaz and the Doctor, and Ang- Angstrom, they all, the three of them, they have that quite heartwarming moment where they discuss the importance of family.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think that's kind of one of the key conflicts um, that comes out of this, is, I mean, obviously I really like dystopias, hmm. uh, and this is very much a dystopian setting, there's obvious, obviously massive wealth inequality, there's war and genocides going on, and uh that I think that makes for a really interesting setting. Yeah. Um but uh Angstrom and Epso Xo. uh ha- very much sort of embody like different responses to that. Mm. So Angstrom is her strength and her bond is with her community. She's doing yeah. this to save the ones she loves. Whereas angstrom it, ebso ebso oh my god <laughs> ebso just use normal names for fuck's sake
1: no they're aliens and use, to...
0: use the names more than once in an episode
1: <laughs> they are aliens <laughs> they're meant to have strange names
0: but ebso very much
1: Eb- yeah ebso
0: <laughs> i swear you said ebso earlier
1: right look there it is written down ep said
0: I don't even know how to pronounce that. Okay, Epso. <laughs> so the Grumpy Man, uh, <laughs> the Grumpy Man. I refuse yeah. to call him other than the Grumpy Man from now on. Um, <laughs> uh, so the Grumpy Man is very like very much embodies like this ideal of rugged individualism. Yeah. it's it's a strong, burly. Definitely, man yes. who is self-sufficient doesn't need anyone else, and this is like a really popular myth, like in you dystopia. know dystopia. Well, I was going to say in Western society, <laughs> um, this is this is like you know this this is you know the lone gunman myth, like the the idea of the Wild West is very much yeah. built around this rugged individualism. And I think it was quite a good. Uh, Refutation of that in this episode of just showing how everyone it's not how you know we all need to support each other, mm. which I really liked that.
1: Yeah, I did quite like that everyone had to come together and they all had to work together, and in the end, both of them win because they've worked together. Yeah, and they're arguing over who should deserve the rightful title, um, because who saved who, but they both saved each other, and mm. I think that is. It does show that you know you do have to, especially in um, horrible times where things aren't going as planned. Yeah. You have to work together. You have to work as a unit mm. because individualism does not work at those times, especially at those times rather.
0: Should we talk about the plot for a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, I That's I like. Pretty...
0: I mean, I've got basically like a list of plot holes to go through. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's, there's, okay, so one thing I really got annoyed at was, uh, so, so their this spaceship is crashing to Earth. Oh
1: my god, not this point again. There
0: are four living things, like, three living things on that planet, and they almost hit them completely by accident. Like, that is just lazy writing. <laughs> Oh
1: my god, Chris. They only had 45 minutes to play with. They could not spend half of that finding each other.
0: Okay, that's fair. But did they have to have a pointless, like, chase scene where they were running away from the crashing spaceship?
1: Okay, that's a fair point too.
0: Like, I I would have accepted for reasons of plot, just that they crash-landed nearby, whatever. But, like, really? You have to have that Prometheus-style running away running in a straight line away from a crashing spaceship it's just lazy writing <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: also like something something I found weird was uh, like you know the, the, the line of like I don't even know what a human being is yeah like and like it's it's sort of something that comes up, it up a lot in Doctor Who is like uh, most of the aliens look like humans, but, but they are don't not humans and
1: don't know what humans are.
0: Yeah, and like I guess this one make this version makes sense. Like when it's because like there's a time travel element, maybe they have spread out across the stars. But it's still just sort of like does evolution just stop? Is it just like the ultimate form of being? No, I
1: think it's because the BBC don't have enough money for a better costume department. Yeah, dress. I'm,
0: I'm aware that's the actual reason, but it, I still find it a little bit like, especially when they like draw attention to it. Yeah, I'm like, just have a bit more shame about it.
1: No, but I quite like the fact that they draw because at this point I still didn't like Graham, right? Mm. And one of the things I didn't like about him was that he's very much like, why aren't they speaking alien and. Oh you know we're humans too show some solidarity kind of thing um and he's very reluctant to suspend his disbelief he you know if you're going to travel with an alien you've got to just take everything as it comes and
0: sort an unreasonable question like why are they speaking english yeah,
1: but why aren't they speaking alien is a bit like when you, it just to me it's very reminiscent of the people who shout on the train to my friends oh this is
0: england speak english okay but like if you went to uh i don't know india and they're we all speaking english i would like that would be a valid question like Why
1: are you speaking english don't that's you... a
0: bad example of the answer is colonialism <laughs> yeah overall i found it quite an enjoyable et- episode yeah like, I quite the, like it. the the remnants for like of cloth finishing mm. people off they were fucking creepy.
1: I know. Oh, that was something else I meant to mention. That um, So the plot as itself, it's quite an easy standalone. It's a very what you expect from Chris Chimnall, who worked mm. on Torchwood, episode. It's very children can watch Any age group can watch it kind of thing. Um, and yet the cloths were bloody creepy. Mm. And um, it almost had like a Harry Potter Death Eater moment to it. The way that they stood up and they spoke. And the thing that I was going to point out is that when they spoke, they told the Doctor about the timeless child and, oh, she doesn't know. Mm. So I think that's hints at like a later storyline that's going to come across. I, would,
0: I thought that was a reference to uh, Clara. Because when we last left Clara, she'd been taken out of time. Yeah. And was roving, roaming the universe as some sort of... I don't even know, like, I, something that is essentially not alive, but can interact with time. Uh, I don't
1: know, because her storyline has so many plot holes and is so complicated, let's not even yeah, go into that. Can we true. save that for if we do go back, and <laughs> then we can rewatch all of Clara and just complain <laughs> at how she's a flawed, flawed character, and they...
0: Yeah, let's not get into that here. Yeah. But, um...
1: But they, they said she doesn't I think,
0: know. I think what they did do quite nicely was, like, I, I definitely want to see more of the stanza. Because, like, yes. they've set them up... Because, like, it very much, like, seemed like just the villain of a week last week. And, like, to be honest, like, I even... I didn't really link the two together, because it's, like, one line of dialogue. But, like, I really hope that them dropping hints of, mm. like, a broader series arc, because I... I don't know they've they put in a bit of world building and it's it would be against you know what we know of the doctor if they were just like oh so this entire galaxy is you know racked by genocide or whatever
1: by the stenza who did try to <laughs> commit genocide on the planet whatever uh, they're d- yeah so i i think it'll be interesting to see i'm I'm quite interested about the stenza um but let's see how much money the BBC have for the costumes to see if they can keep the stencil. <laughs> True. <laughs> Sorry, BBC. We all know that the Tory government hates you we, as well. We
0: love you, really. <laughs> we love
1: the BBC. Uh,
0: what did you think of the episode as a whole? What, give I... it a number out of ten.
1: <sighs> this again. Okay. Yes. Um... I'm trying
0: to build some consistency, <laughs> damn it. Uh, so I quite liked this episode. I give it a six out of ten, maybe. What did, what did you think?
1: I really liked it. I like that there was reference, possible reference to Clara, possible reference to who knows what the Timeless Child was a reference to. It could be Clara.
0: Might be something from the Time War.
1: I don't know. There's a lot
0: of weird canon around the Time War, which like is really cool, but like really weird and we'll confusing. We'll have to revisit it at some point. Yeah.
1: Um, and I liked that we got to see the new Tardis. I really liked that, and I liked the message of peace, no guns. Um. And that you know, when times are difficult, you need to come together. And I I, like that.
0: I did find it quite funny where, like Ryan just running. Yes, Call call of Duty Duty (laughs) trained me for me for this, and it doesn't work. Which is an accurate representation of people who get their military tactics from Call of Duty. I did love that moment.
1: I loved it so much.
0: Come at me, gamer (laughs) bros. I give it a
1: seven.
0: Give it a seven. I'm giving it a.
1: You
0: said six earlier. Uh, six, yeah, and but not not because it was a bad episode, but just not a huge amount happened It was it's not. It bad. was a solid. I think actually, I think maybe a seven. A seven might be fair. So going for
1: a seven That's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've been Chris,
1: and I've been Charlie,
0: and this has been two snowflakes in a blue box. Catch us next week. <laughs>